Hello everyone and welcome to the Insider's Edge podcast here on the WCWA Network. I'm your host with the most on the West Coast, California and Fury. It's a joy to be with you all once again. And speaking of a joy right here, right now, I get to speak to somebody from the wrestling business that certainly made a mark in the last few years, especially for me and my fandom of a company that you may know a little bit about now, XPW. Ladies and gentlemen, she, she might be beautiful, but if you put her in a death match, it becomes an anarchistic animal. She is the one. She is the only. She is Lindsay Snow. How are you? Hey, I'm doing really good. How are you? I'm good, thank you. It's uh, really great to have the opportunity to talk to you, Lindsay. And uh, first question, as per usual, on the show. Uh, before you got in the pro wrestling business, how did you become a fan of pro wrestling, if you did? Um, so actually I started, um, I was a fan as a child, my dad and I, um, we would watch wrestling together and, you know, the rock was really big whenever I was young. So my dad and I, you know, he would be cooking and like ask if I could smell what the rock was cooking and like we do the eyebrow stuff like back and forth to each other, you know, just like classic, uh, growing up in the nineties stuff, you know, <laughs> Yeah, that's cool, because uh, from what I uh, found out through my research was that you and I are actually pretty much the same age, uh, so yeah. that's really cool. So, like, where you've been, I've been there too, so I'm guessing, you know, the Attitude Era was quite a, a big thing for you, um, you know, growing up, and and during that time, you know, wrestling was so cool, you know, it, it's cool now, but everyone... It you don't seems... get in trouble for watching it now. <laughs> exactly, exactly, you know... <laughs> A few years after wasn't as cool anymore. Like you'd have to kind of keep it quiet at school that you were a fan of wrestling. Otherwise people might make fun of you. But at one stage, everyone during that time period, you could just be in a fast food outlet. Someone in front of you in line is wearing a, a, a NWA show or an Austin 316 shirt. It's yeah, us. for sure. I think we were very lucky as fans back then to have at least uh, felt what it was like at that point in time. Um, but yeah, t time wears on during your fandom. Uh, what point in time did you think to yourself, you know what, I want to I want to do this finally. I want to get into the business. Uh, what made you decide to do it and how did you go about it? Um, so, well, I, I was watching pro wrestling, um, like, uh, you know, basically 10 years ago, like was watching it all the time, like seeing Paige and the Bella Twins and Charlotte and all those girls coming up, you know, I was watching all of them and I was like, well, these girls, like I could, I know, like I'm in CrossFit right now. I was like, I know that I'm athletic. I know like, you know, Charlotte does a lot of CrossFit or she used to or whatever. So like, uh, I was looking at all of that and seeing everything that I was doing and uh, I was like, wow, this could really correlate. Like, I really, really, really want to do this. And then I was training Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu at the time. And um, I just so happened to, like, be competing and everything. And I really got the taste for it. And I was like, wow, like, I really want to, like, continue doing this. But, like, maybe on, like, a bigger stage or something. So that's where pro wrestling came in. Because now I get to do Jiu-Jitsu on a, like, pro wrestling level, you know. Like, I'm still getting to introduce people to jujitsu that wouldn't have normally seen it, um, you know, that watch pro wrestling. So um, basically how I got into pro wrestling was I was tattooing and because uh, that's my day job is I tattoo. I've been tattooing for like the past 18 years. 
<clears throat> but uh yeah, I was tattooing one day and I was watching wrestling and uh, the guy that I tattooed was like, wow, that's really weird. This girl is just like sitting here watching wrestling and tattooing. And I was like, no, 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 you don't understand. I want to be a pro wrestler. I'm going to be a pro wrestler one day. And he was like, well, I do pro wrestling. Why don't you just come train? And so uh, that weekend I went and trained and um, then eventually I got to um, I got to meet Jay Lethal and uh, then Jay became my trainer and it's the rest is history <laughs> right that's cool so this just happened to be because you were tattooing somebody watching wrestling boom here you go straight into it that's amazing uh, <laughs> uh okay you go through some training when is it time when does jay say you know what you're ready tell me about your first match how did it go um i love these stories oh man my first match was against brandy lauren and like she we, she was like the only girl that would wrestle me um everybody was like scared to death of me because like I had this reputation from you know being from jujitsu that like a lot of people were intimidated um by that and so a lot of girls thought that I wasn't going to be able to work so uh they didn't want to work me so Brandy uh she stepped up to the plate thank the lord because without Brandy I wouldn't be here today I thank her all the time. Uh, I still talk to her. I have her name tattooed on me. That <laughs> <laughs> um, Shotzi actually did. So it was pretty funny. And then I tattooed, I heart Brandy on Shotzi. <laughs> but so uh, she was, she was my first match. And then like, for some reason, um, like we'd always like in practice, she would always be heel and I would always be face and stuff. And then like, you know how that shit breaks down. Um, but for some reason, when we got to the venue, we decided that I was going to be heel and she was going to be face. And it was just like hilarious. And I'm really like, I'm just really thankful that she was there for me <laughs> because, you know, we all know what can happen in a pro wrestling match. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And that's really cool. I mean, so, you know, there's people that are there for you earlier on in, in your career. Would you say there's somebody, you know, aside from you know, your trainers and all that, Somebody in particular that might have taken you uh, under their wing during your early uh, portion of your career. Um, yeah, for sure. I've definitely been like really, really blessed. There's been um quite a couple of quite a few people that have really like stepped up and uh, really like helped out a lot. Uh, Bonnie Maxson, um, she Radiant Rain. Um, she was one of the people that really like stepped up and like started helping me in like the very, very beginning of my training. Um, then like later on, uh, Shannon Moore helped me a lot. Um, then, you know, like as time goes on, like I get to meet more and more people and it's just, it's really, it's really kind of cool when you get to be at these shows with these people that you've looked up to for so long and, you know, like they get to impart knowledge on you like necro butcher i get yeah. to sit around and hang out with dylan like and just pick his brain and like lately that's been that's been pretty rad absolutely that's cool to hear and, and speaking of the brazilian jiu-jitsu i mean the experience could come in handy clearly uh look uh, during my research i found a clip online of somebody taking liberties with you and then you gave them a bit of a receipt is there a story there or, or was this a bit of a work? I don't know, um, but, but please tell me. Um, no, it's exactly 
what happened <laughs> yeah that's exactly what happened she tried to take liberties on me and then I had to take liberties into my own hands I guess I don't know <laughs> but yeah no that's exactly what happened and like it sucks it shouldn't happen nah. like things like that shouldn't happen in pro wrestling but they do and when they do you just have to be prepared for it so yeah I'm really thankful that I did have the training that I did yeah, of course. Someone's taken liberties, going to whoop some ass. You know, it's unfortunate, <laughs> but that's what's going to happen. Uh, uh, it, since 2016, you've wrestled a lot for Shine. Um, I've heard a lot of good things about the company. Uh, can you tell me about your experience there? Because there's always a plethora of talented women on the roster. Yeah, I've had some of my favorite matches that I've ever had at Shine. Um, like against uh, Erica Torres, um, Lexi Gomez, just to name a couple, like some of my favorite matches. Um, actually, I'm about to have another match back with Shine coming up here soon. Um, and I'm going to face Kimberly and Ivelisse for the uh, Shine Championship. So that's going to be a pretty big deal. That's what I'm preparing for right now. That and um, Right before that, I have a title defense at IWA in Georgia, or IWE. That's where I have been uh, the champion there for like a little bit over a year as a female champion. So it's been um, it's been pretty pretty rad. But uh, going back to Shine, yeah, man, I've had some really really great experiences there. Some really like just awesome moments, and um, I've gotten to travel like all over the country with Shine gone to like a lot of different cities met a lot of different people got to wrestle a lot of different uh talent and learn a lot from them so i'm really thankful thanks guys <laughs> that's very cool um uh, another you know i'm just going all over the place here in your career as a throughout this interview here Lindsay. uh josh barnett's blood sport in 2020 you have a real chance to show what you're capable of in this style of wrestling like a style of wrestling like this anyway how do you feel you took to this style? Because I only watched the first blood sport for, for me this year. Uh, so it's very different, but, you know, uh, mm -hmm. something a bit different like this for you must have been, you know, pretty fun. Yeah, I love the style of wrestling. It is my ultimate favorite. And like anytime that people come up to me and, and recognize me, most of the time it's actually from seeing me at blood sport. So, um, yeah, uh, just the style of wrestling comes so naturally to me just because it's basically what I do on a daily basis when I'm training in the gym, when I'm doing jujitsu, um, trying to like hit submissions on my friends. I'm trying to, you know, like go for the, go for the kill, you know, but like in a not so like murderous type of way in training. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, like when I watched Bloodsport, I found it really interesting because uh, it was so such a stripped down version of, of pro wrestling where the littlest things seemed to mean so much because a lot of it was a bit of grappling, a bit of submission wrestling, but someone would hit one thing and the crowd would would blow up. Whereas, you know, these days, you you know, there's, you know, 50 high spots in every match. So I, I just thought that, you know, it was it would be interesting to bring that up with you because it just, it seems like it's so different. You know what I mean? It is. It is. It's it's very, very different. It's a much different style of, of wrestling. And the, the fans are even much different too because they tend to be more like uh, UFC type fans that want to watch that style of pro wrestling. So 
that's been kind of cool too to kind of bring those style of fans in and get to introduce them more to pro wrestling because they are as you would normally like they, they aren't your normal wrestling fan i guess you could say absolutely and speaking of different styles uh where did you start to sink your teeth into the deathmatch wrestling style and and how did you uh did you take to it like a duck to water oh man yes actually i did um i i never like felt more of a natural at something in my life <laughs> um i know that's like a very strange and peculiar way uh of looking at things but yeah i mean um, in 2020, I had my first death match and, uh, that was basic or actually, let me rewind that. It was 2000. Yeah, it was 2019. No, it was 2020. My bad. 2020. And, uh, I, my first match was like a scramble type match. Um, but it was still really fun. And then I got to have my first one-on-one -on -one with Neil, um, Neil Diamond Cutter. Oh. And that was really, really sick match i love neil he's got he's like good dude that's a good <laughs> dude right there <laughs> i agree i interviewed him uh, maybe about a year and a half ago and he was hilarious um yeah. <laughs> uh you know look death matches pain there's a lot of pain involved you know uh somebody who's clearly had a lot of tattoos you felt a lot of pain do you like pain <laughs> Lindsay? is that what makes, makes you a good death match wrestler as well I don't like it, but um, I don't know. It's like I, every time I have a match, you know, and like I'm sitting there after the match and I'm just like sitting there covered in glass and blood and shit, you know, and then I just like think back to this one quote from Fight Club and it's like, okay, after a fight, everything else in your life gets the volume turned down. And that, that like specific quote kind of resonates with me because that's basically how I feel after a match. I feel like everything is calm. Like, and it sounds like such a probably like psycho way to <laughs> like talk, but <laughs> it's the truth. I, I really do love death matches and um, it's like a special art to it. You know, you can't just like go out there and, you know, hope for the best. You know, you actually, you have to know what you're, doing out there and you actually have to really like the other person out there with you has to know what the fuck they're doing too so it's definitely like a, an art <laughs> absolutely and you know one thing that i mean this is the first thing that i thought when i saw you and I, i'm pretty sure a lot of people have said this to you you get compared to luna vachon a lot um you mm -hmm. know how do you feel about that comparison with her you know she she was such a wild crazy woman uh, as we as we've seen from our fandom in pro wrestling, you know, um, do do you find a little bit of influence from her, or is this kind of more like a, a coincidence? I suppose. Oh no, for sure. I'm like I'm super honored whenever people say that. Like I remind them of Luna because Luna was amazing. Um, you know, like I, I just look at it as a compliment because I look up to her a lot, and um, yeah. Uh, it's it's weird whenever people like Gangrel tell you that you know the <laughs> people that really knew her, yeah. Um, but no, I I I feel like it's like a super big compliment, um, especially because I've looked up to her. Um, she is like the epitome of a woman's wrestler to me. You know, she had she had everything. <laughs> Absolutely, she was real badass. That's for sure. Um, 
Uh, I want to talk to you a little bit about some of the other places that you've worked. Uh, you worked at NWA Power Dark Match on January 25th, 2020 against Rocky mm -hmm. Bradley. Um, why did this not lead to more work with the NWA? I was, I was a little surprised to see that it was just one one match there and that you didn't go back. But um, my research could be wrong. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what happened either. <laughs> um, oh, well, I blew my knee out. That's what happened. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that kind of sucked. But uh, I'm back now. So <laughs> who knows? <laughs> maybe maybe uh, you'll see me back on NWA TV. <laughs> yes. So hopefully William Patrick Corgan will give you a call at some point. Um, I don't know why. I find it funny making fun of him now being known as William Patrick Corgan instead of Billy Corgan. <laughs> Uh, I mean, my friends think that he's just trying to trying to pretend that he's uh, not not the singer of the special. A different person. We know like, we know we know who you are, bro. <laughs> like when uh, Garth Brooks became um, Chris Gaines. <laughs> it's funny stuff. Um, late 2020, you got the chance to work on AEW Dark against these names: Thunder Rosa, Eva Lee, Big Swall, and Penelope Ford. Um, so uh, how was your AEW experience? It was rad until I blew my knee out. <laughs> so, right. yeah, I had a great time there. As you can see, like I had a ton of matches and it was in Jacksonville, which was where I was living at the uh, time. Uh, now I'm back in Tampa, but, um, yeah, Jacksonville is my hometown. So it was cool to wrestle in a stadium that I had got to watch get built, like, Altel was there, but the stadium beside it, uh, the Daly's place, which is where AW wrestles, that was be that was being built in like my childhood. So it was kind of cool to wrestle in a place that I seen get built. <laughs> right. So that damn blasted blown knee might have uh, cost you a few opportunities. Um, how is the knee? Uh, you obviously you're back to your best now. Um, yeah, I'm back to my best. I'm back training. I'm back doing jujitsu. I'm back doing death matches. I'm back doing all the dumb shit that my doctor told me not to do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually saw a lot of uh, chatter on Reddit. Um, well, you know, I, I, I Google your name. I type in the word Reddit, see what people have to say. Uh, a lot of mm -hmm. people were hoping, AEW fans, from what I saw, that maybe you were going to get signed. Um, would that be something that you'd be hopeful for in the future or are you kind of comfortable doing the uh, independent kind of scene whilst focusing on your job as a tattoo artist? I mean, who doesn't want to get signed, right? <laughs> um, so obviously that's like, that's pretty big. I would love to be signed. That would be phenomenal for me. Um, anybody, you know, <laughs> to be signed is sick. Um once you hit that level, you know, you're just like, all right, I finally, I finally freaking made it. You know, that's, that's how I felt whenever I was at AEW for those tapings and stuff. And whenever I was at NWA, you know, and even like the couple of times I got to go to WWE, I was like, sweet, I finally made it. But then like, you have that little taste, right? You're sitting there and catering and you're just like, I want to be signed. I want to do this like all the time. Like, so it's kind of like, it's it's bittersweet, you know? I'm really thankful for my opportunities, but that doesn't mean that I'm happy with what I've done, you know? Like, it doesn't mean that I'm going to stop at the, um, the accolades and accomplishments that I've achieved so far. Um, it just, like, makes me want it more. 
Awesome. I think you'll get there. You just keep chipping away, my friend. I, 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 I have faith. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, when did you first get contacted about working for XPW? And, 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 and did you know a lot about the company's history prior to uh, the, uh, the, the new XPW taking place? Yeah, I mean, when you're going to go work for a company, you kind of got to do your research nowadays and learn who you're working for and everything. Um, so I kind of knew, like, going into it, who I was working for. Um, but I hadn't met Rob and Kat yet. Uh, I just went off of, like, homie word, you know, like, the through um, Schlack, you know, like, I trust <laughs> that dude. So <laughs> he's, he's a good dude. So going and like seeing who was like in the locker room I was like okay all right okay and, like sometimes there's people in the locker room that I'm just like okay <laughs> but <laughs> it, is, that's, it is that's at every show <laughs> of course of course and but speaking of Schlack I've interviewed Schlack I think Schlack is like one of the nicest people I've ever had the chance to talk to but you take one look at him and you can be very, very scared of him. Um, you know. Oh my God. Tell me a little bit about your <laughs> friendship with Schlack and, and, and let everyone out there know that he's not such a scary guy. Okay, so the like one of the first times I hung out with Schlack, like after my knee surgery, um, <laughs> we're, we went to go uh, work for uh, Ricky, uh, Ricky Shane Page, is his promotion, his old promotion. And um, it's actually, sorry, now it's Circle Six, which is uh, Mike's and uh, JB's promotion. But um, yeah, so originally, went to go work with Mike. Schlack was on the show. Uh, we get there and it's like this crazy, like cheerleading competition on the bottom floor and we're wrestling on like the second floor like there was it was a giant auditorium so it's like a really weird building <laughs> and like it's me and schlack and me and him show up at the building together and like we're like the heavily like most heavily tattooed people on the roster and we show up and like all these like moms are like grabbing their kids and, like, <laughs> looking at us all crazy and stuff it was the funniest thing and schlack was just like Oh my god, it's so fucking cute! Like, <laughs> like he has like the complete opposite reaction, and I was just like, man, see all these people—they just look at you and they just see a murderer. They don't know that you're just like the nicest dude in the world. Literally, like, if any of these little kids fell, he would be like, oh, here, I'll help you up, or like, here's a bandaid or something, you know? Like, he's a good dude. Absolutely. You know, uh, the XPW had this thing where they were doing like uh, a bunch of uh, no ring uh, death matches. I think uh, at um, you know, the burger place that uh, that Rob owns, uh, Theatre Brutality, I believe they called it. And I was watching it live and I saw in the live chat um, everyone reacting to Schlack as the MC of the proceedings. And he's clearly having a few beers throughout the evening. He could have been more funny, like lovely, like the friendly <laughs> neighborhood schlack. That's what I what's what Yes. I like. <laughs> um okay, XPW beautiful disaster on June 25th, 2022 against Ludak Shatan. Um, how did you enjoy that first experience in front of the LA XPW fans? 
Oh man, they're so great. They're like some of the nicest people. I just show up there and they have like blunts rolled for me, like a handle for me, whatever I need, they have for me. And it's just like, here you go. And <laughs> like, oh my God, everybody is so nice. What is <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Yes, yeah, so it's 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 a different experience um, for, for a lot of people. I interviewed Camille, uh, and I wanted to ask her about that because she's used to wrestling in front of the NWA crowd that kind of sit down most of the show, and oh, yeah. you know they're, 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 they're wrestling fans. Whereas these XPW fans, a little bit more loose. Um, speaking of Camille, you've been the IWA Women's Champion for at this stage over four hundred days. Um, there's another female wrestling champion who's held onto their belt for a while, which is Camille, the NWA World Women's Champion. I'd like to see you work with her, but are there any other ladies that you've got your eye on working with? Um, yeah, uh, I I really want to work uh, Kelsey Reagan again. Like I just I just really love her so much um I'm man there's just it's it's so freaking many <laughs> like uh like all the all of the females on AEW I want to work like consistently bringing it um all the females at WWE too for sure um indie people um, there's so many great girls on the indies right now and Ali um she's amazing Ali Catch um man shake dark chic i love her edith surreal love her um so many like really really great people that i haven't got a chance to work yet i would really like to work marina i yeah. think that would be really fun yeah very good yeah. yes you have so many uh, that you have yeah. <laughs> list yet because when i look through the your list of uh people that you've worked with you still take Technically, kind of relatively, you know, early into your wrestling career, where you can, you know, compare it to somebody like I don't know, Mickey James or something like that, who's worked with a lot of people at this point. Um, so you've got so many to tick off, and I hope to see you, um, you know, get out there and work with somebody like a Camille or, um, you know, Steph Delander or you know, there's there's just there's so many, and uh, it'll be really cool to see. Uh, and you know, XPW we have a women's division there. Um, so, you know, you've been IWE Women's Champion. Would you like to add another bit of gold to the to the uh, trophy case? Is XPW Women's Championship, is that on the horizon for you, hopefully? I mean, I've gone there consistently and fought time after time and shown, you know, what I can do. And no matter how many times uh, they knock me down i'm still gonna get back up and i'm still gonna go there and fight and try to get all the championships under my belt that i can so that's, good that's it's the good. that's the goal <laughs> it seems like you know sage sin uh luda yourself have been quite mainstays there at xpw so um i think uh things are going good for their women's division there um and you've made yourself you know at home there in xpw you know you have worked for the company five times in the last year. Um, you know, what, what do you think of that, that that style of pro wrestling that they do? Because it seems like they're a little bit more, I don't know, I don't know how to explain it. 
I, I like what they do because it's it's kind of like my kind of wrestling. Like I like that it's a bit more adult oriented. I don't like you know yeah. as Schlack calls it, um, baby powder up the ass uh, pro wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like the kind of controversy st- type of stuff that the company leans into? Yeah, I mean, there's 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 shock value. That's what you know. That's what helps the company get views. So if it's working for them, that's you know, I'm on the ship too. So I wanted to work. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, it's just I just. <laughs> Every time they do a show, something kind of controversial happens. And then you go on Twitter and then everyone's talking shit and like, oh, these they're, they're ruining our business that these wrestling fans that think they're in the business. Mm-hmm. It's stuff like <laughs> that that just drives me insane. It's like you're allowed to have a little bit of controversy. It's fun. Gosh, what do you want? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nobody's ever happy that's what i've learned in pro wrestling you can't make everybody always happy absolutely i i agree with you i agree with you even when something's absolutely brilliant there's going to be someone that goes ah, i didn't think it was that good it's like what right do you mean? and then you totally shit on your shit <laughs> it's like what do you mean you thought bret hart versus stone cold at wrestlemania 13 suck what's wrong with you <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is there anything else that you hope to achieve in pro wrestling, Lindsay? Yeah, I definitely want to go to Japan. That's like mm. been all I wanted to do since I started pro wrestling is get to Japan and, and work in Japan. I would love to live in Japan. That would be amazing. Yeah, I could see you but, uh, flourishing there. Thank you. Um, that would be rad. I would love that so much. Um I want to do that and definitely I want to be signed like who doesn't want to get signed um but I've I've already like had so many great opportunities that I'm so thankful for I just don't I'm not ready to stop (laughs) that's good I feel like you're on the cusp the cusp of something great you're very very close you're doing great already but you're on the cusp of something I feel it I feel it and uh you know Japan Japan seems like you know that's right up your alley I think uh I think the, the Japanese wrestling fans would take to you quite well. Uh, would you be interested in wrestling for a company like Stardom or would you be, you know, be interested in working for maybe some of the, the deathmatch companies over there? What, what would be more of your cup of tea? I would like to work for Stardom and just show everybody that I could work for Stardom. You know, um, I definitely would love a deathmatch in Japan. That's a dream come true. Are you kidding me? Like... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's that's literally a dream that I have is to do a deathmatch in Japan. But I I would really like to be able to like go and work and like live and do like dojo life, you know. Mm. I think that would be that would be the sickest for me. Definitely, I just watched uh, the Stardom show the other day. It's the first time I've ever watched uh, Stardom, but I've seen some uh, you know older uh, Japanese women's wrestling um, from back in the nineties, but. You know, um, I, I I would say, like, put you in there with those ladies for, like, six months. Like yeah. The, the pro wrestler you're going to come out as afterward is going to be just ten times what you are right now, right? Yeah, exactly. I, I would love that so much. That's a, that's a life goal right there. <laughs> yeah, when I watched it, I was like, I can't believe how... <laughs> I can't believe how quick they are. I can't believe how clearly they, they've 
you know, done some work putting the match together and all that, but they're going so quickly. I'm like, how do you even remember? It's like playing Call everything. of Duty, you know? It's yeah. Like everything happens so quickly. It's, a, it's amazing <laughs> what they do. It really. <laughs> it really is, for sure. <laughs> um, so is, is there anything uh, that's going on in your life right now, Lindsay, that you'd like to plug, that you'd like to let anyone know about it? Um, I'm tattooing in Tampa. Uh, you can catch me at 13 Roses um, off Armenia in 275. Uh, you can reach me on Instagram, uh, Twitter, at the Florida ma'am. Uh, if you want to make an appointment. Uh, other than that, I have my title defense coming up in uh, May 20th at IWE against Avery. Um, then coming up after that, I have the Shine uh, title shot. So I got a lot coming up. I'm really thankful for. And yeah, come get tattooed by me. <laughs> that sounds great, Lindsay. And all that information, everyone, even where to find Lindsay and all social media platforms will be in the description on YouTube. And now, Lindsay, we get to find out about your favorite things. Uh, and the first right. question about your favorite things is, who's your favorite professional wrestler of all time? Chris Benoit. Very good. Uh, do you have a favorite opponent over the years? Brandy, for sure. I love Brandy. <laughs> Without Excellent. her, I wouldn't be pro wrestling. That's good to hear. Um, last one about wrestling in this section. Do you have Do you have one match from your career so far? You'd say it's your favorite. Someone says to you, Lindsay, show me what you do. What would be the match that you'd show them? Oh, man. that's uh, There's so many that I would choose from. It just depends on what you want to see from me. If you want to see a regular wrestling match, um, me versus Lexi Gomez at Shine. Um, if you want to see me in a good death match against a dude, me and Neil Diamond Cutter. Um, or actually me and Atticus had a really sick match. That was really fun. And me and Jimmy had a sick match, Jimmy Lloyd. So that was really sick too. Um, those were all really fun matches. Um, a death match against a girl for sure, Lou Dark, because Lou is sick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, okay. Getting away from wrestling now. Do you have a favorite book? Um, Kind of. Oh, wait, hold on. Yeah, actually, let me go. Hold on, I'll go get it. I'll show okay, cool. <laughs> Seems to happen a lot, ladies and gentlemen, with favorite book. A lot of uh, people on the show like to go and get the book and show. Because, you know, makes sense to do so. Thanks for being here with us on the Insider's Edge podcast, uh, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Sorry. <It's> okay. <laughs> I had to grab <laughs> Physical chest. Oh, wait. There you go. Oh, there we go. Okay. Physical chest. That one's pretty sick. And then uh, catch wrestling, stepping into the snake pit. That was pretty sick, too. Oh, man. Right. There, there we, we go. go. There we go. Very nice. Those two are really good. That's what I'm reading right now, at least. <laughs> Right, fair enough. Got some good choices there, it seems. Uh, do you have a favorite TV show, Lindsay? Um, okay, you're gonna think I'm crazy, but I love 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm obsessed with that show and Catfish. <laughs> oh, I love Catfish as well. But look, 
if you feel a little bit ashamed of your favorite TV show, though, that 90 Day Fiance, just remember when I interviewed Sabu, his favorite TV show were the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Okay, so that's a real one right there. I love yeah. you, Sabu. That's a real one. <laughs> Could not believe it when he said it. Oh, so the homicidal, suicidal, genocidal Sabu loves the Real Housewives. Great stuff. That's amazing. <laughs> what what universe are we in right now? <laughs> exactly right. What um, is this world coming to? <laughs> uh, Lindsay, do you have a favorite film? Uh, yeah, I, I really love Wes Anderson films. And like it's kind of cute now that the trend on TikTok and Instagram is like turning everything into a Wes Anderson film. Um, I, I love every single Wes Anderson film. So uh, Royal Tenenbaums. Um, Life Aquatic is definitely a, a huge, huge favorite of mine. And then, uh, like, you know, every other Wes Anderson film. Then I like uh, films by Jared and Jerusha Hess, like Gentleman Broncos. Is a that's definitely a, a really good, really good one. <laughs> nice one, very cool. Um, next one. This is always a tough one for for everyone on the show, Lindsay. Uh, do you have a favorite musical artist or band? I don't. I don't really have a favorite artist or band because I listen to so many so many different types of music I can give you a favorite genre of uh -huh. music sure um I really like foldies which is like a it's a mix of soul and oldies but it's just like stuff that was made like recently but sometimes like you'll get like some really good soul uh from like that was just recently made, which is crazy, but it sounds like it was made, you know, 50 years ago. <laughs> right. I was always wondering if uh, people still made you know, music like that these days. And it sounds like stuff from back in the day. Uh, so that's yeah. Cool like, is there anyone still doing Motown? Like, I don't know. but Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think Motown's triumphant. It's amazing. Um, yeah. Um, but uh, getting away from the arts now, Lindsay, uh, do you have a favorite food? I love food. So um, I would have to say like curry chicken and roti is probably like my favorite, favorite. But uh, man, yeah, I would have to say curry chicken and roti. That's probably my favorite. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, do you have a favorite place to eat on the road? Uh, I usually try to like go and just buy stuff in the gas station like fresh stuff i'll get like the little adult lunchables and like some nuts and stuff so i usually try to just like buy stuff like that because i don't really like fast food like that much so yeah. i try not to get it but if i if i have to if i have to have to if there's like a pdq i like pdq a lot right cool <laughs> so it's, a, it's a bit of a relief to finally not hear the words waffle house after that question uh, right. I mean, <laughs> that's pretty much the only thing open after shows. So that's usually the go-to after. <laughs> right, fair enough. Okay. Um, we've got three to go here, Lindsay. Uh, do you have a favorite alcoholic beverage? And if you don't drink, just a favorite beverage in general. Um, yeah, I drink Tito's. Just vodka straight up. <laughs> Excellent. Good to hear. Uh, <laughs> second last one it could be considered the naughtiest one but it could also have a very meaningful answer Lindsay uh you know you see a good looking guy you know what would be like your favorite male body part you know what would you what do your eyes go to first when you see a good looking dude 
the mustache. <laughs> really? That's the yeah. first time I've heard mustache on this show. That's yeah. Cool. <laughs> right. All right. So I guess you you like a bit of um uh what's it, what's it called Magnum PI or uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah like good like push broom or like the <laughs> like the a sweet bit of like a, yes right like a Rick Rude mustache or, a, or yeah <laughs> Dan the Beast Seven mustache he has a great mustache yeah yeah Don Fry. <laughs> Don Fry, absolutely. That's a hell of a moustache. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool, Lindsay. Uh, and the last one here, do you have a favourite curse word? I say fuck all the time. I don't know if it's my favourite, but it's the one I use the most. Oh, it's your go-to. It's your go-to. Yeah. Right, taking... I also like, have been like accidentally like catching myself not cussing, you know, like... Instead of saying, oh, shit, like, I'll be like, oh, shit, because, like, I got a niece and a nephew, so I'm, like, trying to curb my language for, you know, when I talk around them. So. <laughs> no, I know the but feeling. Like, I know what it's like. <laughs> yeah, I'll just, like, I'll catch myself replacing cuss words with, like, random words. <laughs> like fudge or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, Lindsay. Well, this has been really fun. I, I, you know, we've had a little chat here, Lindsay, and my face is hurting a little bit from laughter and smiling. So obviously this has been a good time. I really appreciate your time here on the show. And, and I like to say this right toward the end of the interview with a lot of my guests, you know, because I think it really means something. I live in Perth, Western Australia, which is actually the most isolated city in the world. So the fact that you got a fan from the most isolated city in the world all the way over here. That's pretty cool, I think. So I, I just want to let you know that. Thank you. So um, I, I know that I was telling you about 90 Day Fiance earlier, but I also watched this Extreme Sisters show that comes on after 90 Day Fiance. And there are these two twins on that show and they're from Perth as well. So I don't know if you've seen like these two ladies, they're the most identical twins in the world, evidently. But right. There you go. I'll, I'll have to Google that and check, check that out. Um, that, that, that's cool to see some people from Perth getting out there. Uh, but Lindsay Great. Snow, thank you so much for your time. This has been yeah. really fun for me and uh, I wish you nothing but the best. And once again, thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thanks for having me on. You're welcome, Lindsay. And thank all of you out there for checking out my exclusive interview here with the one and only Lindsay Snow. I'm California. This is the Insider's Edge podcast, and we will see you down the road. Thank you. Network, that's the way we blind. Get puppies. Hey, network, that's the way we blind. Get all of us has been paid for by the WZWA network.